0: On this episode of Complicated Conversations, we welcome Ashley Elston. Ashley worked for many years as a wedding photographer before turning her hand to writing. She lives in Louisiana with her husband and three sons. Ashley has written six young adult novels. First Lie Win is her adult debut. Welcome to Pop Fiction Women, Ashley. Thank you so much. So before we get into talking about this, and even the elevator pitch, give us the elevator pitch first for First Lie Wins, in case anyone's been... Uh, I don't know, sleeping under a rock and (laughs) And doesn't know it's snowing outside. And Yeah, okay, go ahead.
1: (laughs) Yes. So First Law wins, follows a woman who has worked for her mysterious boss for the last 10 years under various aliases. But when past mistakes begin to catch up with her, she realizes there's more on the line than she originally thought.
0: Mm -hmm. And how long have you had that perfect elevator pitch for? Like, have you had that down...
1: (laughs) We, you know, so when you you write it and, and you then they're like, okay, the title, which is hard, and then they're like the elevator pitch. I am like, well, that's really hard because you don't want to give anything away yeah. and what you say. And so, my agent actually kind of was like, she actually kind of came up with it, and I would just walk around, I'd repeat it to myself, and I'd be like this is what I am going to say. This is what was, and I was like, okay, now I need it to not sound like I am reading from a teleprompter, you mm-hmm. know. So yeah, so um, but it, it, I think it's good. It's still vague, but hopefully gets across a little bit about what's going
0: on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what we want. Cat and mouse. Let's go.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I want to start where we always start, um, which is with your female protagonist with Evie Porter. So we learned from the outset that that is just a name an identity given to her as part of her job, as you mentioned. Um, In flashback chapters, we also get to uh, learn some of her other aliases and also what her given name is. So there is this question of who is she really? um, And that's, that's critical to this. But throughout it, she's referred to as a ghost or refers to herself as a ghost. And that word really stuck with me, just in terms of who she is, but also what she's longing for, because she is a ghost and her question of her identity is out there. But She wants a home, you know, and she Mm -hmm. wants to be someone to somebody. And that that aspect really resonated with me. Um, There is a humanity in her that is really relatable. So can you tell us a little bit about your development of Evie, how she came to you, or maybe any challenges in writing a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know,
1: like you had said earlier, I had written six ways and four of them were mystery thrillers. Two of them are rom-coms. And I don't know that I set out to write an adult book. Um, so I was a photographer and I'm very visual. I kind of have to see the scene a little bit before I start writing it. And so I was not at a crossroads, but I, I was like, what am I going to write next? Nothing was really coming to me. But then I had this dinner scene in my head and I could see the table and I could see everything and I could see the people sitting around it. And I was like. I'm intrigued what's happening here. And so then I'm starting to build a conversation in my mind. What would they talk about? Well, what if somebody there was a little bit shady and maybe not there for good reasons or, you know, just outright lying. And so, you know, I wrote that scene, you know, with Evie and, you know, her sort of interior monologue as she's listening, you know, to the to the boyfriend's friends and. I don't know, I just loved her. I fell in love with her. Uh. I was like, what is she doing? You know? And so I was like, you know what? Let's just see where this goes. And I gave myself the freedom to just just write her without trying to pinpoint what it was she was trying to do. Is she bad? Is she good? She's somewhere in the middle. And so, you know, and we and and that scene is the opening scene to the book and probably is as close to word for word as you would get from the first time I wrote it to what is in the book. I mean, mm-hmm. everything else got edited and everything else has some tweaks. That scene is pretty much the, the way I wrote it. And so then I'm like, you know, then you get to like the apartment scene and I'm like, you know, how can we, how can we just sort of, you know, shake this up? And, and I just sort of let her grow like that. And I liked the idea that she maybe came to this life of crime, you know, because she needed money and circumstances and those sort of things. But then she realized that she was good at it and yeah. not going to apologize for being good at it and sort of wants to climb her own corporate ladder, so to speak, even if it's an illegal one. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I love that, that she is really good at what she does. We see that mm-hmm. time and time throughout the book, and she excels in many ways. And she's holding on to that. You're right. Uh, it may have started as as desperation, but, but yeah. she really... Has a knack yeah. for it. Yeah, she learns yeah, and a like quick un- study. Un-
1: unapologetic, yeah, and that's what yeah. I wanted her to be like. Like I may not like I have my own moral code, and I have lines I won't cross, but I'm not going to apologize for the lines I do cross. Yeah. yeah, that's sort of like. And then once I was like, "That's who she is," and I was like, "Let's go have some fun with this character."
2: Yeah,
0: right.
1: That comes and that,
0: through. That's what makes her so compelling. But throughout this book, I was repeatedly swooning at Evie and Ryan. I mean, you just mentioned you had written two rom-coms. Did you lean heavily on that background? Because the way they kind of like press their bodies up against each other and like hold on to each other. They touch each other. They look at each other. It was very, very sweet, but also like really romantically charged. Tell us I am a,
1: a, a sucker for yeah. that. I really, yes, am. Uh, yeah. I laugh and I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I am I'm was. I grew up a big reader. My mother was a big reader, and let I me mean, show my age a little bit. You know, it wasn't like you could just turn on Hulu. I mean, like, I mean, it was you know, it was a couple of shows at night on your three channels, or it was a book yeah. bookshelf. And my mother had you know, she had spy novels and she had thrillers and she had crime. And then she had like Daniel Steele romance. Yeah. I mean, like, it was like, I mean, we were either going to be falling in love or we were killing somebody. I mean, and so, <laughs> you know, that's what I grew up reading is, you know, picking and, and and jumping from those two type books. And I think that's why all of my thrillers have a little bit of a romantic element. And then my, hopefully my rom coms still have a little that edge of the seat. Like, are we really going to be okay? Like, I love meshing those two.
2: together I I think that's the special sauce right there I really do because that's for people I am a big romance reader and I thought maybe that just was why I loved the Ryan part so much but then I was talking to Corinne and another friend of mine who's hardcore thriller and she's loved your book too and she's like oh no I was rooting for them like you're right so I I think it's it's really you captured what all sorts of readers will like all in one so that's that's good
0: And I don't want to give anything away, but did you know where their relationship was going or how soon did that develop for you? And did you have to write it, you know, five different ways or did you always know how you wanted Um, it to end
1: up? No, you know, in my first drafts, admittedly, are a little bit skin and bones, um, you know, and I'll sort of like. I'll figure out what he looks like later. I'll really <laughs> sort of build that later because I'm like, where are we going? Where are we going? That first draft is really like, is, is there a plot, you know, what's happening? And so then when you go back and then at first, you know, he, um, I didn't want him to be a doormat, you know, she's yeah. smart and she's, you know, there to get something over on him. And I was like, well, I mean, I don't want, him. I mean, he's gotta be kind of cool too. Right. And so then it was like, you know, maybe the second or third draft, I sort of beef him up a little bit more. And then, like, I mean, do they end up together? You know, this is the, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, and so I won't say whether they do it or not, but yeah, it takes the edits. It takes the layers for me to sort of get there with yeah. all of my characters, but him especially. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And he had to be equal to her. He had to be, mm-hmm. I like that. He had to be able
1: to stand his yeah. ground. I mean, you know, he, she's mm-hmm. strong. He's got to be strong too, but I didn't want him to come across that way at the beginning because he's got to look like Mark. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So. So let's that.
2: talk about this title. It's such a good title. First Lie Wins. Um, and there is a reference or more than one, I think in the book. Um, and you say the first lie has to be the strongest, the most mm-hmm. important, the one that has to be told. Mm-hmm. And I was just fascinated throughout this about the art of lying and how much she focuses on that and works it as part of her job. And I wanted to hear more about that and where that comes from for you and and the development of her and and was this always the title? I yeah. Always when did know it become too. the title? Yeah. Yes. It, it
1: was it was the title and then when I you know I had to, I got new representation because I moved from adult I mean from children white mm-hmm. to adult and so I, we kind of had this title and we're like we we think we love it but then of course you're starting to kind of overthink like is it is it too we you know so then we had this other kind of working title and right like, no 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 we got to go back to this title this is the title. And I actually read this, First Lie Wins. It's a, it's a kind of an old saying, but I, you know, you start Googling things when you're writing because titles are hard, and you, like mm-hmm. phrases with lying in it and, you know, and <laughs> yeah. you know, those kind of things. And so I would run across an article that was written um, about the show Catherine the Great, which I had not oh, seen. Yeah. But there's something in there, and I'm going to have to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly, but there was a pretty horrible rumor going around about Catherine the Great. I'll let y'all mm-hmm. Google it. And it's like she could never escape it. Like everybody believed it to be true because somebody said it was true. And then she's like, Well, no I mean it's ridiculous and it was outrageous, but they believed it. It was something about about her and a horse. But yeah, so it was like in the show it's like, Well, you know, that the first lie always wins, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's it was the first thing anybody hears. And so then you're like trying to say, No, 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 that's not true. And I was fascinated by that idea. And then you start really even thinking about how that works and And in social media and in politics and everything going on, you know, if you have the loudest mic in the room and the biggest booming voice and you say something that's completely untrue and yet people still believe you because you said it with such confidence and conviction and, well, he's not lying. I mean, look at how he said it. And there is some mentality to that, right? Because we all probably know what I'm talking about. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, they just say things and people believe them. And you're like, how would any rational person believe that? But they believed it. And I do think there's, there is that sort of an art to a person that has that sort of maybe that charisma or that, mm. you know, belief, that automatic belief. He said it, I believe it. She said it, I believe it. And so yeah. that's why Evie's sort of like, if you come out strong and you say it where there's no room for doubt, they will believe you. And yeah. then it's, you know, yeah. it's harder to prove it's not true than to prove it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Kate and I are both lawyers and I'm transactional and in negotiation it's called the anchoring effect. The first mm-hmm. person who like puts out their offer, it it anchors the negotiation and you'll go a little bit above and below but but it's always anchored by that mm-hmm. first what you put out there first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about the setting, settings for this novel. They really add so much to the story and you can tell that you're drawing on your personal experience for loving these places. And the aesthetic really comes through, mm-hmm. especially Kate and I were just talking about football being a, a oh. big part of a small part of the novel, but a big part of big part. Um, the feeling, right? Yeah. Tell us about using setting and and specifically the football.
1: So I'm from Louisiana. I'm in Louisiana and I love, I love setting books here. I'm in North Louisiana. So, you know, you know, there's a lot of love for Louisiana and and, books and movies and TV, but it's usually South Louisiana, New Orleans, New Orleans which is yeah. a whole other entity unto itself. I mean, you could have Louisiana and then you have New Orleans, right? <laughs> and so I'm in North Louisiana. It does not quite get the love. And so, but it's great. You know, it's a little bit more laid back. We're more of a, you know, farming type area where I am. And I just like highlighting that because it's, I don't know, it's I like it. And so, you know, and I like the idea of setting this book throughout the South because it was sort of like whenever you see cons and these complicated crimes, it's New York and it's LA Chicago. and it's Paris. Well, yes. How about we go, you know, yes. we go to Atlanta? You know, like I like the idea of a complicated crime, a sophisticated crime in a place that's not typically considered sophisticated. I liked mm. that sort of play. The football, I have three sons. Um, and so <laughs> Early on, it was like, oh, sports, sport, 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 sport. And so, you know, when they were first kind of coming up and they were really getting interested in it, my cousin married a guy whose nephew, so it's no blood relation to us. But you know, we knew him. He had gotten drafted by the New Orleans Saints, and oh. so we were like, we'd met him. You know, we'd seen him. We knew who he was. He played at SMU. He's a punter, and so we're gonna start watching the Saints. My boys, my oldest son was nine. Nine and seven, then I had a baby. So I was like, this will be great. We know him. We'll cheer for him. Oh, my okay. God. If there was any year to watch the Saints, it was that when they won the Super Bowl. Ah, yeah. It's been a great season. So, of course, we're like, this is great. You know, yeah. it's been a little bit harder to be a Saints fan since then. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. That was the year to start watching. And so it was just such a fun thing for me and my boys to do. And it was just every week, it's like, okay, what time are they playing? Let's do the popcorn. And I was like, this is great. And so then I found out. I liked watching it as much as they did. Mm-hmm. And so then they would get older and they went off to college. And like, I could be watching a game and I could text them and be like, I cannot believe that. And they'd be like, yeah. I know, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, yeah. I love that. Even though yeah. they're probably sitting in a house with a bunch of guys, they're responding to my text like, yes. I know, I would drop it or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, so it really, it was really such a, Still is very just
0: connection. a connection
1: yeah. for us, yeah. And so, my youngest son now is in high school, and so still, you know, happy to watch with me. And you know, I, he's impressed, I know the players' names and that. And yeah. that yeah. <laughs> a long way to say, when I started thinking about like cons should pull, and there's some typical cons in this book, right? But I thought, I want something that is just you would not see in a con book, and so I started thinking about football, and mainly because at the time, their old miss where my kids had. I still have one there, but they were both there at the time. Had a little bit of a scandal going on because of uh, the ex-coach, he's, he's not the coach now, and, and what he did and they was got fined and no bowl games, and it was just huge, and the financial impact was huge, the oh, yeah. money involved, and I was like, Well, you know, anything that has a lot of money is is fraught for fraud oh, and yeah. shadiness yeah. and you know, yeah. so then I go do this deep dive and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh
2: yeah, there's plenty yeah. there. And, yeah. NCA. material
1: right, material, material for days and so then yeah. i was like oh no let's go let's go and so then it was super fun to sort of you know build that in because it, i do think it was different enough to be like what is this about you know and then for it to come into play later was you know it was fun yeah
0: to and and that ends up i won't give anything away being a one of her allies and evie picks up quite many allies on her cons right which is such a
1: yes building her yes building her little family yes yes Yes. which
0: is such a different bit you always think of the and she is a loner she has to be to some extent but she does have a network and she has she has people she relies on all the time and she has people she knows she can call when she's in a pinch and that just made her even more likable because these people are on her side and they're willing to really stick their neck out for her I love right, that.
1: and you know, in those circumstances, you know she, you know, she's good to them, and they're good exactly. to her, even though they all might not be above board. You know, yeah. sometimes a family is what you make, not you yeah, know, not what right. you have. It's what you make, and yeah. and that's what she she wants.
2: She wants a family. Yeah, yeah. and she's making it. You're right. Yeah. The book is so incredibly well plotted. I mean, mm. just so tight. Everything comes together. I saw you <laughs> post these things, Media. your paper? video <laughs> or post everything about how you do this. And now I've heard you say at the beginning of this that you're visual, so this makes a little more sense, but mm-hmm. the post it's the brown paper. Tell me about this. It looks so I'm fascinated by people and their process. And like these, tell us how you do it. And are yeah, you standing
0: in front of it? Like, like a yeah, mad, like mad scientist? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm thinking the, like, the
0: role yeah. of brown, pushing brown paper. Things, pushing. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think every writer does some form of this. I am just so visual that mine becomes this sort of living, breathing thing. Right. Mm. And so I like to look at the whole book. Like, I want to sit back in my chair and I just want to be like, I want to see the whole thing. Yeah. And that's why the chapters are color coded. I know that one color is present one color is the past. I know that this notes has maybe something to do with changes on Ryan or this note has something and changes with Mr. Smith. And I can see if those are clumped any weird way. I mean, there's just something very visual for me to just, to just see it. Yeah. I don't do that until I've written most of the first draft, maybe I get 65, 75% into the book. And then I start thinking, do I have a plot? Do I have a thousand plot holes? And so then I go build the board based on what I've already written so that I can sort of see where I am. It is rough. And so there's lots of moving and lots of like, well, this can't happen yet because they don't know this. And so any kind of big thing, I'll go, this is when they learn this in the book. So nothing can say that before this. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just such a... Then when you get the edits and then you're like, you know, you don't think a big change will affect this, but it does because Mm -hmm. now I can't say this yet because I'm Mm -hmm. changing where I set... Anyway, I have to be able to go and easily see where all those changes come into play. So I don't know. It just... It's a thing. It is a thing. And by the time I'm done, I want to light it on the fire. I mean, that's, that's
2: what like, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm tired of you know, staring at i to at this paper one more time. And then my editor was like, don't ever throw it away. And I was like, P-M. I want to have like a ritual burning yeah. outside. But, yeah. um, <laughs> so then when they asked me to come do those videos, they were like, it'd be great if we could show them. I was like, I will wrap that. We will travel with the paper. Yes. So I wrapped yes. it up, put it in my carry on, you know. Oh my gosh. I, I loved
2: yeah, that. Sense. But it makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a particularly visual person, but I, I I saw your video and I had this vision. It does. It makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. particularly like you're saying with the kind of book that yours is. I mean. Right.
1: I mean, I don't think every book needs that, but like I have her drive from, you know, Oxford to Nashville and I say she does it at night. Well, I mean, is that possible? How many hours is that? You know? And so then let me put that. Let me make a note. I mean, it was just like all those. Because, you know, and I'm I'm not saying there's not a plot hole. I'm sure there is. But I'm like, how many can I plug up? Like, right. I like I want to find it before anybody else finds it. I'm going to plug it before anybody else can even mention mm-hmm. it. And a lot of those things are, well, they couldn't have done that in that amount of time. Or that's not how those things work. And so it was easy to sort of look at those individual things like that rather than just page after page after page in a document, which, mm-hmm. you know, gets overwhelming yeah. in its Yes. Own way. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: I want to talk about you, a little bit of your journey as an author. I mean, you had a prolific and wonderful career before this this moment. Mm-hmm. But then you have this moment. And it's like, what is happening? Reese I feel brand new.
1: I feel like yeah. I don't know what to right. do. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Reese Witherspoon pick, instant New York Times bestseller. And I want to read a little bit of what you wrote in one of the Reese emails I got when a, you said you get asked often about your switch from YA to adult. And you said, the short answer is, I'm not sure it was a conscious decision at the time. If I dig a little deeper, I could add that I think I was looking for a change. I had just finished writing 10 truths and a dare, and I wasn't sure what was next for me. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I had another book in me after that one. So you go from that, maybe feeling lost, and I don't know how how deep you go into those existential rabbit holes. But but it was if you weren't sure, you had another book in you after having written so many and done this for so long. That's got to be a, a crisis point to some extent. And then here you are coming out the other side of it. What is that Nobody's like?
1: Nobody's more shocked to be <laughs> here. We'll tell you that nobody, like nobody. Yeah. Well, part of the ten trace and a dare thing was COVID, and. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love ten truths and a dare. I don't like writing sequels. I I tried that my first two books. Not for me. It was the second book of a sequel is super hard to write. I don't like to write like that. I like to treat every book like this is a world that I don't know anything about. What can I discover? When it's a sequel, I'm like, well, I mean, I already know what's going to happen. I already know Mm -hmm. these people, and so it sort of takes that part out of it. I had done ten blind dates, which at the time had been my biggest book in my publisher at the time was like, we got Let's, you know, sort of say on that train. And I was like, I don't do sequels. Like what about a companion? And I was like, okay, maybe I can try that. And I liked the book. Don't get me wrong, but I don't, I didn't love staying in that world for another yeah. yes. two years. Right. And so that's where I was sort of like, okay, you know, that wasn't super fun. I, also my longtime editor at Hyperion that I loved um, had left. And so I had I then went through like a string, like boom, boom, boom. And I didn't even hardly get to know some of them before they were gone. So mm. that felt, I had been with that publisher the whole time. That felt like I was kind of lost at sea. Like I didn't yeah. have my person there anymore. Yeah. And then it was like, do I go back to the mystery thrillers? I don't know. You know, I don't want to do another rom-com because I don't even know why I did those two, you know? And so it was, <laughs> sort of, and then we're like, now my kids are all home. You know, I'm such a one at college. And He's back home and not happy about it, you know, and Mm -hmm. it was just, I think everybody was in a super weird, horrible place during Mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. And it was just no exception to that. And so Mm -hmm. I think I had to say to myself, you might not write another book Mm -hmm. to then be able to think of this idea. Yeah. Because I think if I would have been like, I got to stay in YA, maybe another rom-com or maybe YA, but a mystery thriller, I don't know that I would have gotten here with this one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You had to free yourself. Yeah. 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 Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and accept it, even though who knows what happens, but there is something about that mentally accepting something. I mean, my story is not like yours, but I had written three books that I was trying to get published to varying extents, like got an agent, but didn't sell, didn't get an agent, you know? And so I was like, I have to just maybe say I'm done and Mm -hmm. this is not going to happen for me. And as soon as I did, there is something about that that closure, that putting it to rest in your mind that this the story for the book that will be published in six months is awesome. just kind of came to me and I was like, Okay yeah, look,
1: that'll be like I don't know, the the, the pride that I feel over r- obviously writing this to the, you know, reception that it's gotten, but the mm-hmm. fact, like you said, like I wasn't sure I was gonna write another one and then to kind of sort of hit it out of the park like I did, I mean it's like Yeah, <laughs> like Woo! God, right? But I had had, you know, I'd been a photographer for 10 years, and I sort of left that behind. And so I was kind of thinking, well, maybe i only do something for like 10 years, and then I gotta go find something new. You know, because I'd hit the 10-year mark. I'm like, maybe that's sort of who i am 10 years is all you got you know yeah so yeah. you know it wasn't it would not be the first time that i completely changed
0: um, same yes, lawyer i was a lawyer and then i was yeah. home with my kids and trying to write and i was like okay maybe uh i you know what's my I next identity yes right. Exactly. am I gonna be a
1: baker i mean i'm gonna learn how to like decorate <laughs> cakes i mean like i'm i mean i went down some rabbit holes like well what can i do
2: what can you i know? do yeah so. yeah but oh, now you're that. doing this that. and you're doing it well. And you have, um, sorry, Octavia Spencer signed on to an adaptation written by yes. the woman who wrote for Grey's Anatomy, Krista yes. Vernoff. I mean, are you dying? How I, 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 much more like, can we add on to your... I know. I mean,
1: I'll lay a bed and be like, I'm waiting for them to jump out and be like, you punked. I mean, like, this isn't real. You know, like, it's... Um, and- <laughs> And it's just, you know, that part came pretty early on and, you know, they've been amazing. I cannot even describe how amazing, because I've been through having a book optioned. Yeah. It's not going well.
2: Um, sure.
1: I, I do not have, it. have my rights back on that one. It's all fine and good. But, you know, you think I'll, I'll be happy with anybody that just makes it into a show. And then until you see, they change pretty much everything. And you're like, hmm, really not yeah, so okay with that. It hurts. It being. Yes. Right. <laughs> and so... You know, that was one of the things when we were talking, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not saying it's got to be exact. I'm just saying, I'd rather not if you're going to just, and they're like, no, no, no. And so I've read the screen, the pilot for the screen, the, yeah, the screenplay for the pilot. Okay. It's amazing. Like, uh. like she killed it and she you know, she elevated it in a way that she would for television. I'm in awe of what she can do, Krista. And it's amazing. And then Octavia's group could not be more supportive. I mean, they really couldn't. Uh. And uh, it's made and I'm, for TV. I mean, it's, oh, this gosh. is well, it's yeah. gonna be. I, I mean, incredible. fingers crossed, fingers crossed yeah. it, it works, but it's, it, I could not ask for a better team. I really, yeah.
0: And you've, and you're farther along than you know, I, I know still it's always fingers crossed, even when it's done and all that, but. But you're really far into it if you've if they've already written a script. I'm like Octavia's
1: my fairy godmother. Like if yes. you guys make this happen, she will because she's like yes. coming to the screen. It's I'm like okay, uh, if you say so, you know. Um, I mean, you
2: just said Octavia Spencer's my fairy godmother. I mean, just, yes. just think about that. Like, I love it. Like,
1: you're like yes, she is. It's amazing.
2: Yeah, and she'll comment
1: it. on my post. Like, I post a picture of my kid, happy birthday. She's like, happy birthday, Ross. I'm like, <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah, like, what is happening <laughs> oh, right now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then my oh, friends will wow. screenshot it. I was like, I know, right? I mean, like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> They're like,
0: I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, I love God. that. Well, for anyone, any of our regular listeners who are following along, I who have any interest in astrology, because we always talk about astrology at the end, you are pegged. For your sign, you are yeah. you just you just ooze Libra energy, right? Yeah, and, and all about you're, that balance. Yeah, yeah, it's yes, mm-hmm. all about the balance. So, so you are a Libra, do you, and you do. It sounds like you relate.
1: I, I mean, I do. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't know, totally bind all that, but I do. Like, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, what does it say about Libra? You know, and then yeah. then sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally me, right? Um, yeah,
0: so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also you're. Aesthetic, your interest in aesthetic, the visuals, the, visual. the wedding photographer. I mean, that is the perfect eye for a Libra to just, you know, you, you see the beauty, you see the, the aesthetic, you have it in your mind. So that makes sense. Also, Libra. As the cardinal air sign, mm-hmm. I don't do sequels. I was like, "Oh, she's so Libra yeah. right
2: now." Like, you I have to just start sequels. new things. You like to get new I ideas,
1: something new. And I, but it, don't get me wrong, I love. I mean, like, give me like a ten book series, and I'll right. You'll read like, it, I'll
2: but read you it don't want to, right?
1: I don't want to right. write it. Everybody's like, you know, you left this open. I was like, um, yeah, and hopefully they'll take over and Krista can have it like you know yes. I mean I we can talk about it and I'd love to be involved but I am not writing them again yes. like they're, they're no. dead to me at this point that, that,
2: yeah. that yep. makes this
0: complete is, sense it really does
2: perfect <laughs> I love it
0: very in line with Libra so
2: so we love to end by asking what you are loving in terms of books movies TV shows podcasts whatever you're obsessing over We we love to hear
1: Yes. So I just read it does not come out until March. Um I just read it for a blurb. Um the it's Lost to Dune Road by Kara Thomas. Ooh. Um could not put it down. It was uh-huh. it was it was so good and it was um, you know, thriller and it but it was, you know, kind of soapy at the same time and you know, Ooh. I love that kind of drama in there. Um so it comes out in March. Um it was really, really good. Um I am uh, my friend Megan's got a book coming out that's fantastic, daughter of mine. It comes out in um, April. It's so good, I'm loving it.
0: I, She's I have, fantastic.
1: She yeah. is fantastic. Um, I've got like the you know the stack to read, and I have the last. A couple of weeks have been crazy. I'm not really reading right now. Uh, I'm not a big TV watcher, like at, at all. Like, I have my comfort shows that I put on for background noise, like when I'm cleaning my house. And, yes, one of the same five shows, my kids are like, Could you watch this again? I'm like, I'm not really watching it. It's just like my friends talking in the background. And, right. Um, my wait, so, what is it? Who is are it? your friends? Is it yeah. house
0: renovation? Yeah. Is it gardening? What is it?
1: Okay. This is a very odd mix. Um, <laughs>
2: This is what I want to know.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's the Cure Knightly Pride and Prejudice.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, That's that one. amazing. Love. It is
1: any one of the three Pitch Perfect movies. Oh, oh great. It is, this is the real weird one. It is King Arthur, Legend of the Sword with Charlie or Okay. Don't ask me why. I love mm-hmm. that one. And it's French Kiss with Meg Ryan. I don't know. Oh. Wow. Wow yes okay. i will just put them and i don't watch it it's just on yeah yes, and i'll walk to the room and it'll, it'll be a part and i'll kind of watch it for a second I'm like okay now i'm good let's go do the laundry yes that's amazing. i so, always
0: have to stop when she's like happy
1: face happy a sad face I, sad. I love that part two corresponding faces <laughs> yes yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes um i love i don't know it's just it's like a playlist of music yeah. I don't know it's just it's a comfort thing and I I will turn it on and walk away and go about my business yeah. but yeah I walk through the room and it's on and I don't know it's it's a little odd my kids think it's yeah. weird but they're like "Do you know how much new materials out there I was like oh I know but then you have to sit and watch it I got stuff yes to do. right I, mean, exactly. I don't have to watch this you know I just yeah. stand that,
2: in the background so yes it's comfort. and pitch I, perfect yeah. it's like listening to music and oh yeah um, and i'm a, it's, it i'm both. no
1: dancer but there are moments where i'm yeah, like yeah, exactly. 42 times you know yes. so yeah oh. i love i love all three of those they're fantastic yeah, they're just great. fun the music's good and all of those has have good music you know yeah yeah sort of yes. like what mood am i am i in you know and i wrote a lot of this book to the soundtrack of that king arthur i don't know if y'all have seen that one oh i and haven't and it is super moody and a little bit dark and, you know, and it's just, you know, like it's got this, I don't know, horn, not horns. I don't know what it's got, but it it's definitely mood music. And so this is also I'm very
2: like, Libra of you. Listen to this. You set a vibe even. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, so do you always listen to music when you write?
1: Yes, but it has to be instrumental, instrumental. Uh, because I i can't hear the lyrics. I'll just, the beads, you know, and then yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, and so I love... Any sort of like that kind of instrumental where it's just like or death, danger, or whatever. If I'm writing that kind of scene, yeah, I loved the music for um, the I guess it was season two of the Briggerton show where Brugerton. it was like the pop hits but made classical. Yeah, um, that was fun to write to. Um ah, that's good. I like some opera because it's kind of words, but I don't know what they're saying, so it's right, not wondering, <laughs> and it's dramatic too. Um, it's dramatic yeah. and oh, it's yeah. moody and. I, my cousins and I took a trip. Um, we had been talking for years. We grew up together all the same age. And we had said, for years, we're going to take a trip. And I'm, finally, I was like, last year, I was like, I mean, either let's go somewhere or quit talking about it like I'm over it. And so we went to Vienna and Budapest for oh. like 10 days. And we went to see Madame Butterfly at the Vienna Opera House, oh, which wow. was My first opera was amazing. And I left out there. And of course, then the whole rest of the summer, I'm writing to Madam Butterfly. And I'm like, oh my God, so sad. You know, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely like, what's the vibe? What's the vibe? Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. So, so you are writing, I won't ask you what, because I'm sure it's too soon to talk about, but you are writing something. Do we, because also this book, I comb through Publishers Weekly like it's my job, because part of it as booking on the podcast is my job. But, Uh, this book has been in the works, First Lie Wins, has been in the works for, for quite some time. So you've had some time to write soon. Are we getting something soon? Are you feeling good?
1: Yes, I am. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a mental game to the idea of writing another book after this one, yeah. right? Because, like, <laughs> could I save any of this for another book? No, let's go ahead and get all the great thing. you know, whatever. And so, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and it's a lot to live up to, you know, it's a lot... I. And these are self-imposed expectations, course, right? Like, of course, I'm get my editor or something. They're gonna be like, "Well, I mean, this isn't first law wins, you know." What I mean, like, yeah. it's, you know, it's it's mental. It's a lot of mental yeah. things,
0: yeah, me. yeah. And
1: so, I my I was telling my agent, she was like, "Just start writing." I mean, and this was a couple of months ago. She's like, you "Start writing before it comes out," because we, you know, we knew about the Reese thing, we knew about this about October, and I was like, "I mean, I, you know, I don't know what to do." And she's like, "Just start writing." And so, I did, and that did help because I'm I'm kind of into something that I that. I don't, it would be harder now with all of, I don't know, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know, but no, I am. I'm writing something. It's still very early. It's I'm sure y'all, especially with your law background, I was obsessed with the Myrtle trials, like mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. with the South Carolina. Myrdal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I was so obsessed about was that they could say, you walked 38 steps in a row on a phone for three minutes and 17 seconds. I mean, like they could pinpoint like how many steps he took while he's talking. I was like that level of, I don't even know. Like, it's just, it was kind of crazy to me that capability. So then I start thinking about, I mean, if you need an alibi, I mean, you don't really need a person to be your alibi. You just need somebody to go like take your phone right. and like go be right. you mm-hmm. and like, maybe drive pings. your car yeah. because that's tracking yes. too and right. go to your favorite restaurant and buy your favorite meal because that's what you're seeing. it doesn't even matter. Like, did you see her in here? I didn't see her in here, but her data says she yeah. was here. So she was here and that's block yes. solid. Right. And so yes. then I'm like, so how could you kind of use that in your face? You know, so I got, anyway, it's, yeah,
2: it's sprung from there. Sprung yes. From there. And, and
1: so I'm, I don't know. I, yeah. Working that out right. Good. mm -hmm. And
0: and what I cannot imagine that you are the type of writer who is like eight a.m. on the dot. I sit down. I do it for a little while. Look at her face. She's shaking her head. Yes, (laughs) I know. I love it. Thank you. Because I I'm also a cardinal sign. So just that sound of that sounds boring. I'll be Mm -hmm. put to sleep. I will be miserable. And why bother then? What is your process? Right in that like in that way. Cause you can't just ride the muse, but you really need the muse to, or, mm-hmm. or to be in a flow or a vibe to get there. Um, yeah. do you so, that?
2: Yeah. I,
1: you know, if I'm really feeling it, I can write all day and I yeah. can write into the night and I, you know, but if I'm not, I'm not, and I don't and try. I mean, yes. I'm like, today is not my day and I'm not going to try because it's never good when it's forced. And so, and then sometimes I'm, you know, I'll go say I have an hour, have to do this. I got to pick up from school at this time, have an hour. I'll just go sit at the coffee shop. What can I do in an hour? And then I may not write again for the whole rest of the day. And so I am, I am definitely, um, all over the, very scattershot how Mm -hmm. I'm writing. So, but it works for you. Yeah, it works. Um, I'm better under a deadline. I need the pressure. I need a date. I need yeah. to think I'm going to miss it. I need
2: to write yeah. my hair on fire. Yeah. So. This is Corinne right here. This, this is <laughs> so a cardinal much. sign thing. Yeah. Yes. so much. Yes. Yes. I need yes. to think I'm going to miss it. That, yes. Yes. That's important.
1: And, and, and Sarah, cause you know, we're kind of new to this, right? She's my agent. Cause when I, when I got her, I had already That's written right. the whole first draft. And so mm-hmm. this is the first time I'm writing with her. And so she's like, tell me how it works. I was like, don't give me too long you know and mm-hmm. she's like well how long do you need i was like well if you let me just put it to you this way if you give me six months i'm gonna waste two not right at all. yes and then i'm gonna act like my life is ending because i only have four months to write this so don't you know <laughs> i'm never going more than you know i'm gonna I'm just, it's gonna be as late as possible so just don't yeah. give me too long. yeah i said lie to me lie to me when you need oh, it and then yes. i'm probably gonna ask for an extension
2: yeah yes. i love um, those you know um, this you're self-aware I exactly. that is great oh, and yeah. I bet she appreciates that. And yes. that's what like, I... Oh, it'll be fun. I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. It will not be fine.
0: Yeah. It, you're like, and if it is fine, then I won't get in the right headspace to do it. So don't yes. ever say it's going to be fine. Yes. I never want to hear that. Yes. I want to hear yes. the world is ending. Get yes. to work.
1: Yes. They're going to fire you if you don't turn this Yes. Building. Okay. Now yes. I can write. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: yes. you. Exactly. Oh, I love that. I thought about being different for my new year's resolution but like i mean i was like why i it's not who i am why am i going to be someone i'm not and so I know. somebody
1: asked me that on something else i was like i don't do those yeah. i don't stick with it that's just something else for me to feel bad that i didn't yeah, stick with it. yeah. you know yeah. like yeah, yeah. I am what I am. It is what it is. It's yes. Get in the back, whatever. Well, I Ashley, it.
0: it's pretty amazing. We both really loved First Lie Wins. Thank you so much for taking some time to chat with us. We're so Thanks excited. Thanks
2: all for and... having me. This was Yay. so fun. I really oh. appreciate it. And congratulations just on everything. It's just amazing. Well deserved. I know.
1: I mean, it is, right? I mean, like, I'm sitting like, "Uh, no, this is amazing. (laughs) I feel like in the spin cycle in the washing machine, they're like, has it hit I was like, no, it hasn't hit me. Like, no. Keep keep
0: spinning. Yeah, and it won't, and it will. And, you know, you just got to take in whatever you can, as you can, because it's a huge deal. It's very well-deserved. This book was so original in so many ways, and yet familiar. You didn't turn things. So I was like, what am I reading? You know, it was really exceptional. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah.